Season 2, Episode 46. I'm actually in the <clears throat> side studio getting ready to go on the air and do my morning radio show. But, um, eh, you know, it's one of those days where everything happens at once. <clears throat> so you get things done a little later than you'd planned. <laughs> Never mind, though. Uh, it's just been just as crazy in the world of my stupidity. Yeah, because yeah, we've got some real hummers for you this week, indeed. And, of course, you know, like anything else, I'm in the middle of doing my podcast and everybody wants to call me and message me. I don't know, maybe I should try silencing my phone. I should try that the next time. But nevertheless, I'm up to my neck in stupidity, so what What do I do when I'm in a situation like that? I always share. You big dummy, you big dummy, you big dummy. Welcome to our midweek bonus episode of My Stupid World. I'm Eric Lane, and I hope that you are uh, prepared for what you are about to encounter, okay? <laughs> by the way, you can always join in the stupidity uh, by joining on, on the discussions on our Telegram channel. Uh, the, the, you get the real-time updates on the podcast, and uh, put I I'd sometimes just jot, jot some notes down. I can tell you when the script is all done, or just some observations that I have seen sometimes and even get links to some of the stupid stories you're going to be hearing about here for this week anyway and comment on what you've heard or read or maybe share some of your own stupidity and share it with your friends just uh, if you uh, if you don't have telegram I'd recommend you use it it's a pretty cool program actually pretty cool app you can get it for your Apple phone your Android phone they have desktop versions you can get a link to download and kind of do a little sneak peek on what's uh, available on our Telegram channel by going to this website, t.me slash insane Eric Lane. It's insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E, t.me slash insane Eric Lane to join in the discussions or you download the app from there, like I said. And, you know, hey, I mean, look, I know we've all done something really stupid, but look, I can promise you by by the time this podcast is over, your attitude's going to improve because you can think to yourself, okay, I've done something stupid, but I'm not that stupid. Okay, really. And of course, you know, if you know someone who's probably feeling the same way that you felt, well, then share the podcast, okay? But, and, and remember, this is just the first of two episodes, okay, besides the midweek bonus episode uh, with our insane week in review and the genius awards for all the brilliant stupidity. Saturdays, we have the weekend episode with uh, Pancho Guerro, my insane Florida nephew with stupid stories from Florida and beyond. And the, I always like to give him uh, some really good uh, questions for the insane game show. And this time, it's going to be even better because, well, let's just say... Um, and on the weekend episode, um, one of the stories, well, let's just say it gets really close to home with my nephew, <clears throat> Pancho. Pancho's going to, well, he, I, I think you're going to like it. I, I, I laughed when I saw it. Uh, by the way, you know, all this stuff can be really addicting to listen to, all the stupidity. You know, you want to, you, always, you, you want more, right? Well, then just click the subscribe button and uh, 
by golly, you'll get that stupid fix delivered to your podcast player every time it's published. And by the way, if uh, you're listening on a podcast app where you can write a review and give it a rating, well, I suggest giving it a five-star rating. And when you review the podcast, well, that makes people curious to say, well, you know, if it's good enough for you to write a review, I should check it out, okay? And Apple Podcasts especially, you know. For some reason, whenever you... Uh, rate and review on Apple Podcasts, that seems to, you know, really carry a lot of extra weight. So make sure you do that too, because it just brings in more people who are curious to see how stupid people can be, you know? And, uh, and, and, and uh, it, 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 it always works. Okay. And here's something though, I won't really call it, well, <clears throat> I'll, I'll call it stupid just because um, I, for one, would probably not be frequenting a place who has an alligator chasing away the customers. I mean, they don't usually show up in parking lots and fast food joints, but not all alligators are the same, especially when you're living in Florida, okay? Uh, the Lee County Sheriff's Office in Florida says that uh, some deputies responded along with the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission personnel because they got a call about a hangry alligator that chased customers through the parking lot at the Wendy's. Yes, <laughs> boy, oh boy. Uh, the authorities posted about the whole thing on Twitter. They wrote, he may have just been hangry for a cheeseburger, but he gave many quite a scare. Alongside FWC, we wrangled the gator and safely relocated it. I'm not sure, sure how they were able to handle the uh, customers. Although, I don't know, we might have a new... Uh, a new menu item on Wendy's menu there in Florida, alligator burger. I don't know, it may sound pretty enticing, but hey, sounds like maybe he's just like everybody else. Uh, there, He's just looking for a cheap meal. <laughs> Honestly, though, got to give that gator credit. I mean, he's definitely got a better taste in food than anybody else in the parking lot. I know that. Anyway, well, yeah, they managed to wrangle the alligator, got him out to safety, which is good. Um, but one cat didn't need any help to get to safety. There was a black cat who definitely had the luckiest moment of her nine lives when she leapt from a fifth floor of a burning building in Chicago. Quite a sight to see. Someone captured the video on it. In fact, I, I just posted that link on the Twitter, on, on, or I should say on the, uh, Telegram, on the Telegram channel. But this little kitty jumped with a meow and literally landed five flights down on her feet. And then after a little bounce, scurried off like a boss. <laughs> the uh, Chicago Fire Department told uh, the local TV station Fox 32 that the cat indeed survived. It went under my car and hid until she felt better after a couple of minutes. It came out and tried to scale the wall to get back in. According to a spokesperson, Larry Langford, who told this to the Chicago Sun-Times, he also said that they were still searching for the owner of the little kitty cat of the unit, presumably the cat, I would think, you know, but uh, WGN-TV said the fire was contained into a single unit and quickly extinguished, but there were no injuries, and I'm hoping the cat found the owner, okay, but, I mean, actually, this was really unrelated to the fire. I think the cat was jumping because he's heavily invested in Bitcoin. <laughs> I don't know. Definitely, the cat become quite famous. Now she's got her own podcast. <clears throat> Tough cat. I think she has, like, eight-point lives left. I don't know, but we'll see. Well, any case, that for me to jump five flights to do anything would scare the poop out of me. I know that. Didn't didn't phase this cat one bit. But uh, there's a 71-year-old man who uh, wants to hang on to his poop because you can say that um, he has perfect poop. I've never actually considered 
that phrase, perfect poop. I don't even know if there is such of a thing, but apparently there is. The guy is Herbie Allen. Herbie has poop so perfect, he can donate his feces to be transplanted into others to give them the good bacteria and to help their digestive health. Yeah, can you imagine going to the doctor and you know, you're a little irregular or you're your your biotics are off or whatever. And so they're going to, well, we're going to give you somebody else's poop to improve your poop. Hmm. I think all this kind of sounds like poop, but he's talking about this new discovery right here. And the reason why I'm doing a little bit of an interview is because of the fact that I have perfect poop, so they tell me. So a lot of people don't have it. I am maybe not even 1% of the people in the United States have what I have, especially at my age. That's why all this came about, because the doctor said, oh my goodness, he never knew of anybody that was over the age of 70 that could donate their poop. I'm glad able to help people out. Okay, so if he's got photogenic poop along with his perfect poop, maybe he needs a way to capture that poop, okay? So lucky for him, there's a new smart toilet that will take snapshots of your poop and it sends those images right to the doctor for an analysis. I don't know, has uh, AI gone too far? Hey, Alexa, can you give us a recent example? All right, let's get started. Yes, beautiful. Hold it, feeling it. Very good, that's it. Solid. And that's a take. Well, let's see. I guess having perfect poop and now I have photogenic poop. <laughs> I think this whole story is going down the toilet. Well, oh well. Here's something, though. And this is, I think, a good reason why you should probably always check your local rules before you get an unconventional pet. Now, we've got a neighbor across the street and, well, they have chickens and I believe they have a rooster. But there's a couple in Tumwater, Washington who is facing a fine of almost $10,000 because of a noise complaint coming from their roosters. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think you have to worry about that right here in lovely rural central Pennsylvania. But Mike Johnson, he's got four roosters on his, well, what, a little more than two or more acres of property. But the city has found that since Johnson's home is in a neighborhood zoned for single-family, medium-density dwellings, it's illegal for him to own the birds. Now, there was a story not long ago about a little girl in State College in a township in the State College area. They told her she had to get rid of her rooster and her, her chickens. And it was a big deal. And there was a big story about it in the local newspaper. And there were people saying, let the girl keep her chickens, okay? And uh, that was a big deal. I think the good news is she finally got to keep them. But I'm not so sure about the Johnsons because they got their first noise complaint back in September of 2020. And then in December, the city started giving them a fine, $100 a day. And after 98 days, we were making a run on 9,800 bucks. Johnson appealed the city's ruling with a decision expected soon afterwards. So it's been used as a farm continuously pretty much since its inception in 1963. Ah! 
This rooster right here, this is Chanticleer. He is the offending fowl that uh, the city doesn't like. That's as loud as he gets right there. If it takes a court battle and a judge to make a final determination, then we'll, then we'll eventually go there. We're not going to give up. Johnson says his wife has a license for a nursery on the property, and so they consider it a commercial farm. Hmm, well, good luck on that zoning uh, adjustment. I don't know. Uh, but uh, are we all zoned? I mean, you know, it, it may be... Maybe a little difficult to be zoned for a farm. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But um, what about a zone for UFO zone? Hmm? We've been hearing a lot about UFOs of late, you know? Even former President Barack Obama even laughed off rumors that the U.S. government has got some secret stash of aliens and their spacecraft. But he did concede that there really are UFO sightings that the government cannot explain. Um, he was talking to uh, James Corden. In a video chat, he says, when it comes to aliens, there are some things that I just can't tell you on the air. That's what he says. He was teasing James on this video. It was on the Late Late Show, if you didn't see it. Look, he says, the truth is, when I come into office, I asked uh, Obama, uh, you know, he, he asked about it. And, and Obama told the British comedian with a laugh, he says, but uh, what is true, I'm actually being serious here. That is, is that there's footage of records of objects in the sky that we don't know exactly what they are. Now, he said this of the growing reports of all these UFOs. Of course, you know, you've seen some release. You've seen some Navy ship pictures of this one orb that they caught on you know, kind of grainy footage, slowly lowering until it gets down and drops into the ocean. And nobody knows what it was. I don't know. The closest thing the U.S. has to a stash of aliens, I think, maybe might be the Kardashians. I don't know. Of course, you know, the most surprising thing I found about the story is that James Corden is still on the air. <sighs> Crazy. Well, speaking of aliens, Demi Lovato has uh, come out now saying she, not she's not an alien, but she's non-binary. Now, you might think, I've heard this word, my wife did no idea what non-binary means. So let me just give, explain it to you like this, okay? In a simple term, male and female are binary, okay? But she's non-binary. I don't know, is she in between the two? I don't know. Well, anyway, uh, she says she's now going to begin using the pronouns they and them. That way, I guess she'll be less embarrassed when she orders enough McDonald's for a family of four. But it was on the, her, the new podcast, 4D with Demi Lovato. Uh, and on that podcast, uh, well, Demi said this. Over the past year and a half, I've been doing some healing and self-reflective work. And through this work, I've had the revelation that I identify as non-binary. With that said, I'll officially be changing my pronouns to they, them. I feel that this best represents the fluidity I feel in my gender expression and allows me to feel most authentic and true to the person I both know I am and still am discovering. I want to make it clear that I'm still learning and coming into myself, and I don't claim to be an expert or a spokesperson. I know this might be a new conversation for many. I will also be accepting if people slip and say her, she, because I know that being in my position, it's going to take a while for people to get used to. I just want them to be making the effort. Well, one person who doesn't want to get used to it is Matt Siegel. Yes, he is from Maddie in the Morning on Kiss 108 in Boston. Now... He's probably the most popular, has the most popular morning radio show in America. 
and he was joking about it on his radio show, and, well, like a lot of DJs, yours truly included, gets a call from his boss, told him, stop talking about Demi Lovato and stop teasing about her. Well, <laughs> that launched him into a tirade. I was told by my boss I cannot talk about what I want to talk about. And by the way, it's a joke, the whole binary thing. I don't care what Demi Lovato does, but now we have to worry about you might offend someone. This was the Maddie in the Morning Show, the number one radio show in the history of Boston Radio, okay? I am the biggest of all time. And they said, shut up, Matt. Stop talking. Well, I hope you're happy as I just stopped talking. Maddie out. And after his little hissy fit, he walked off the show. Now, despite making it sound like he was leaving the show for good, Siegel later told Boston.com that he expects to be back. And believe it or not, the station has made it very clear to him that they don't want him to leave. But he also added, if I can't talk about what I'm thinking about at this point in my career, I don't want to be on the radio anymore. And by the way, to be clear, Siegel is not down with this whole pronoun thing. He says, I'm against her binary thing. I think she's a troubled woman with a lot of young people who are taking her seriously, and it bothers me. Hmm. Okay. Well, I, I kind of agree. Me being in radio, I mean, to some degree, you can't get on the radio and use it as a bully pulpit, but to some degree, I mean, I think radio is the exchange of ideas, and I kind of, I kind of you know, agree with the guy. You know, I do a morning show, and, you know, as long as you're, you know, just not, I don't know, I mean, people get ticked off about a lot of things. People got ticked off about Rush Limbaugh, and he was on the air for over 30 years, you know. I, I don't know, I mean... As, to some degree, I think as long as you're not breaking the law and talking about things that are legally prohibitive, you should be able to talk about what you jolly well want to. You know? I don't know. I just get a little... People are, are, are so thin-skinned anymore. Comedians, morning show DJs, it's, it's literally putting a crimp on our creativity. You know? Because people are a bunch of wussies. I mean, I wasn't a big fan of the former governor of Pennsylvania, Ed Rendell, but I must say, the book he put out a few years ago about America being full of wussies, he's right. We are a nation of freaking wussies. Come on. As, as Bill Maher used to say, get over yourself. Good grief. Some people maybe take it a little too far with this whole handout that we've been getting because of the COVID thing, you know, all the free money from the government. Well, actually, it's not really free money. They're just giving some of your money back. I guess there's always going to be people that'll try to gain the system for some kind of a handout. But this guy, this guy was pretty brazen. He's a guy from New York. His name is Anthony Ragusa. And he's been accused of collecting disability benefits uh, while simultaneously becoming a bodybuilder and having his own limo business. And he wasn't exactly doing it on the DL. He was caught because, well, he was featured on the Instagram account of his wife, Lolly, who's also an International Federation of Bodybuilding and Fitness Pro. She uh, even tagged his limo business and his beefy shots of him in some of her posts. Thanks a lot. 
one was from 2019. She describes him as her, quote, partner in crime. Uh, part, prosecutors say that Anthony initially filed for disability back in 2013 when he said that he fell while working as an electrician and suffered severe injuries that made it difficult to put on shoes, walk for 15 minutes, or even sit for a half an hour. He claims disability up until 2020, despite getting into bodybuilding in 2017. Now he's facing felony charges of grand larceny. Well, good. Stick it to him, man. I'm telling you, that's just over the top, okay? Definitely stupid. And flagrantly stupid. He actually is actually advertising his stupidity on social media. That's why he's on this podcast. And yet again, another stupid criminal of the day goes to another Florida man. Nothing personal, Florida, but I don't know. what it is. is it the water down there? I don't know. Although this guy did get a little personal. He's a 48-year-old guy named Marti Martinez. Marti Martinez. He's from Lakeland, Florida. That's just east of Tampa. He got arrested for DUI and coke possession. Now, technically, he wasn't driving when the cops found him, you see. He was actually asleep behind the wheel of his pickup. <laughs> but the guy, to put it simply, was a mess. He had a white powdery substance on his nose, don't think that was from one of the powdered donuts either. There was also a strong smell of whiskey on his breath. Well, that's a dead giveaway. And when the deputy asked him to get out of his vehicle, he forgot to put the car in park and it rolled forward. And he didn't even have enough awareness to remember that he had had a couple of baggies of cocaine on him at that point. But by now, he was already in the back of the patrol car. And the cop was still finishing up the paperwork and Marty pulls out the two baggies of cocaine out of his pockets and shoves them up his backside. <laughs> oh, if I try, if I'm real sneaky, they won't catch me. Uh, by the way, the baggies were um, <clears throat> recovered at the station. And um, of course, they tested positive for cocaine. Probably some other things too. Maybe he could sample his poop and send it off to the doctor. I don't know. Maybe he's got perfect poop like that other guy did. I don't know. I don't know. But doing it right there in the back seat of the cop car while the man was the, the cop was filling out the paperwork, that's that's pretty brazen too, you know, I tell you. Sometimes stupidity just doesn't have any good common sense. Does that mean <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, I, I know this. Uh, some of these folks, um, I think, are more gifted than others in spotting some good stupidity. Uh, ambulance drivers, for one, they're pretty talented people. They're, you know, part of our essential workers. We're giving a lot of the ambulance drivers and medical personnel a lot of props for all the stuff they've done during the whole COVID pandemic. But I don't know. Do ambulances have a telepathic connection with their drivers? I, I know it might be a little ridiculous, but don't you check this out. There was this 34-year-old guy named Raymond Gonzalez. He steals an ambulance in Redding, Pennsylvania. And the first responders were actually on call at the time. But fortunately, the patient's condition was not life-threatening. Raymond drove the ambulance about 45 minutes south, where he was then spotted by the same paramedic who normally drives that ambulance. What are the odds? And by the way, he was off-duty at the time, too just apparently out riding around on his motorbike. So he sees, he's like, uh, that's my ambulance. What's going on? So he calls the cops to give him a tip. And they eventually catch old Raymond. Although 
Well, he did crash into a tractor trailer before they could stop him. Nobody was hurt, thankfully, but the ambulance got pretty banged up. Fire Chief William Stout actually explains what happens here. It is kind of ironic, but it just speaks volumes to the type of employees we have here. How something seems out of line, they're going to take action. We're very fortunate that the call, the patient's condition wasn't life-threatening. Obviously, it had an impact on the transport to the hospital. I'm telling you one thing, people have been cooped up a little too long. This whole pandemic is making crazy people even crazier, even more stupid. I know, I get it, okay? Maybe it's boredom that's caused a lot of folks just to go nuts. But I think this one is ridiculous. A 35-year-old man in Sierra Vista, Arizona, found police on his doorstep after they got reports of an explosion and debris on his street about 5 o'clock in the afternoon. No, it wasn't a gender reveal party either. Actually, police officers found several pieces of what appeared to be a broken bowling ball at the scene. (laughs) Okay, police say that James Jaggers told them that he was mixing some compounds. Oh, okay. Well, it just so happens those compounds were so dangerous that a DPS explosive ordnance disposal unit had to be brought in and nearby homes had to be evacuated as a precaution. Boy, wh- talk about a, a neighbor to have in your, co- in your local neighborhood, huh? The DPS bomb squad determined that the debris in the yard was what was remained of a homemade explosive device, obviously. Jaggers is now facing charges of endangerment, manufacturing prohibited weapons, and possessing a prohibited weapon. That investigation is ongoing. I mean, who blows up a bowling ball for crying out loud, huh? I mean, what com- Definitely, this guy is a complete pinhead, right? Okay. Not every day, though, you hear about a bowling ball exploding at somebody's home, okay? I mean, usually you go to the bowling alley and the only thing that gets blown up is the bathroom after a few plates of nachos. Everybody has a little stupidity in their world. And frankly, I would love to hear about it. Now, if you got a great story from your stupid world, or if you want to respond to one of my stupid stories, let me hear from you. Contact me at shoutout at insaneericlane.com. Or if you have a question, maybe a comment about something that I've said or that you've heard. Or if you want to tell of some of your own firsthand experiences of stupidity that you've encountered, I'd love to hear from you, too. You can record a message for me at podcast.insaneericlane.com. I might even actually use your feedback on an upcoming episode. Of course, if you haven't done so already, and frankly, I fail to see why you haven't, you should follow me on social media, on Facebook or on Twitter, just by searching out the handle at insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E. And now, from the news desk of Insane Eric Lane, it's the Week in Review. Well, it's been a insane week indeed, and we've got your Week in Review. Former Vice President Mike Pence is taking President Biden to task over his handling of the escalating conflict between Israel and Palestine, blasting the commander-in-chief's foreign policy weakness as 
the reason for violence. You can definitely rip his foreign policy weakness, but many Americans are still more worried about his physical and mental weakness, frankly. I mean, in my humble opinion, Mike Pence is totally wrong, and only because he actually thinks it's Joe pulling the strings. Frankly, I think Joe has no clue what's going on. You know, he hears Hamas, and he thinks, oh, it's the stuff you dip your carrots and celery into. And an African-American man was arrested for allegedly committing 30 burglaries across Los Angeles while disguised as a white man. How is that possible? In fact, he was so committed to the disguise, I think he learned every single Dave Matthews song. A recent study found some mammals are able to breathe through their bottoms. Have you heard about this? Yeah, scientists are adding rodents and pigs to that list too. And you thought your bad breath was serious. According to their findings, you may be able to add humans to that list of species using their intestines to breathe in the future. That's right. We can, hey man, look at me. I can breathe. I can breathe with my intestines. I, my rectum can really take a big inhale. Ooh. I definitely believe uh, that is, that, 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 you know, these days I think we're, we're seeing a lot of people talking out of their butts anyway. So I guess it probably is a no big surprise. Nick Jonas has revealed that he cracked a rib in a bike accident. The poor guy must have been in so much pain. Of course, now he knows how the rest of us feel when a Jonas Brothers song comes on the radio. I mean, it sounds like he really sucks at biking, though. I mean, forget the Jonas Brothers. I think it's time to form a new boy band, and we'll call it Wrong Direction. New York Mets outfielder Kevin Peller says he's recovering after a taking a 95-mile-an-hour fastball to the face. Did you see this? Man, just watching the video made might give me a headache. I mean, the incident actually now validates any Yankee fans who've been saying for years that the Mets take balls to the face. President Biden is being ripped for joking about running over a reporter in his new F-150 Lightning electric pickup truck rather than answer a question about the ongoing deadly conflict in Gaza. <clears throat> Did you hear about that? Although at his age, I think only killing one person while being behind the wheel would actually be considered very minor damage. Honestly, though, I can't believe he even heard the question. That had to be tough, though, with the blinker on the entire time. And a new survey finds that parents expect to pay at least $26,000 annually to send their kids to college. I mean, that's such an unnecessary dollar amount to spend. I mean, if they want their kids to learn everything they pick up in college these days, just go out and spend 20 bucks on a copy of the Communist Manifesto. Seven in 10 parents also feel uh, are feeling a little nervous about paying for college this year due to the whole financial impact of COVID. I'll bet a lot of Gen Zers will wind up skipping a year because of all of this. I mean, they'll just, they'll just you know join the millennials by drinking beer and playing video games in their mother's basement instead. And a former Israeli sniper is creating paintings with guns filled or by filling plastic bags with paint and then splattering them onto canvases by shooting them with guns. It's an idea I think he had uh, after his time in the army making murals out of Palestinians. And Keystone Light is now selling a grill that looks like a race car. What in the Alabama is going on there? A new report claims Bill Gates had a lengthy affair with a Microsoft employee. But from what I hear, nobody screws their employees like Jeff Bezos. Tom Brady has revealed that his off-season knee injury was a lot more serious than previously reported. 
So now he's warning uh, all of his teammates to be gentle with him when they pick him up to celebrate next year's Super Bowl win. A new book claims that former President Barack Obama called Donald Trump a, quote, corrupt mother effer and a madman and a racist, sexist pig to people behind the scenes. Wow. I mean, that's shocking. I mean, compared to most media outlets, he took it easy on old Donnie, you know? You know, Melania has gotten, she's got to be furious about this too, you know? Yeah, you know, she's definitely pissed that Barack plagiarized her words. In a recent report, also Jill Biden said Kamala Harris should go F herself after famously questioning her husband's record on race during a Democratic primary debate. This is truly incredible because in that moment, Jill was finally speaking on behalf of the American people. I bet Kamala never even heard Jill say this, frankly, mainly because she can't hear anything over all that cackling she does. <laughs> And a survey of 2,000 Americans revealed 68% personally know a local business owner impacted by the pandemic. So, what, close to 69%, which probably would have been more appropriate because everyone's getting screwed. In fact, three in five respondents said they don't mind paying more than rent retail value for a product if they're getting it from a local business. The other two would just rather go to war, also known as entering a Target or a Walmart. The Berlin Zoo says its young polar bear's parents are siblings and that a clerical error led to a breeding match. How do you like that? Wow. I don't think I've, I don't think I've seen something this white bang. It's, uh, I haven't seen this white bang at sisters since the last time I visited West Virginia. And Prince Harry and Meghan Markle recently celebrated their two-year wedding anniversary. And I hear the queen left them a very nice gift at their front door. Uh, in a flaming brown paper bag. Tim Tebow has officially signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars, and now he's back in the NFL. Experts predict uh, it's the only Hail Mary play that will work for him all season. Virgin Galactic had a successful test flight, bringing them just one step closer to space tourism. Of course, though, when the tourists land on the moon in this day and age, it'll be one small step for a person and one giant leap for humankind. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to offend anyone with language because, you know, if you get canceled, they'll leave you on the moon. And a study by the University of Michigan found that half a billion people on the planet now have diabetes, and many of them don't even realize it. The problem is that uh, people no longer know when they're overweight because, well, we've canceled bullying. Back in the day, you know, a bully would have told you, and even though your feelings would be hurt, you might have taken a trip to the gym on the way home from school, you know? Everybody likes to talk about how mean bullies are, but, you know, some of them save lives. Columbia University is under fire for offering a class called Pornography Literacy. Mainly the protest is from the ex-students who are upset they didn't offer it when they were there. Whoever got this into the curriculum definitely... Had a lot of pull. Nice to see, though, college kids, though, getting screwed by something besides their student loans. And Lil Nas X split his pants during his musical performance on Saturday Night Live recently. I guess instead of the Old Town Road, he's now taking his tractor to Old Navy. Chrissy Teigen 
continues to lose endorsement deals after it was revealed that she sent threatening messages to other female celebrities online. John Legend, though, is still a judge on The Voice, and it uh, sounds like Chrissy is going to be a judge on America's Got Issues. <laughs> now, what's amazing is how many people are trashing her now that she's fallen from grace. Chrissy was always considered the nicest person in Hollywood, but eh, now when it comes to fake people who are monsters backstage, I think she's like a nine on a scale of one to Ellen. CNN has dropped former Pennsylvania Republican Senator Rick Santorum over what the network is claiming were racist comments toward Native Americans. Now, his comments really didn't sound racist. I mean, there wasn't even a backlash online or anything, which is amazing in this day and age, you know. But you can't take any chances, though, you know, when your audience is as small as CNN's, you know. Santorum, I guess, is hoping to catch on a more respectable network like Comedy Central. Elizabeth Hurley says the reason she prances around in bikinis on social media, she's promoting her swimwear. Okay, fair enough. But something tells me the five million guys that are clicking like aren't buying women's bathing suits. But then again, some of these guys can get a little freaky. The NBA announced that LeBron James will not be suspended for breaking the league's health and safety protocols after he went outside the team's isolation zone. Of course, it's no surprise the NBA never calls guys for traveling. I mean, COVID is no joke in the NBA, though. It's considered the second biggest virus threat in the league after the Kardashians. And a new report claims inflation is hitting meat eaters the hardest. And in the meantime, vegetarians are still getting hit the hardest by a gust of wind. And Alabama has now lifted their 27-year ban on teaching yoga in the public school gym classes. But it's still not more of a stretch than critical race theory in math classes, you know. But we do have Jeff Foxworthy here to uh, now lead us in a little redneck yoga. Welcome to Vinyasa 101 with your yoga teacher, Jeff Foxworthy. If you come to yoga class with a six-pack of Keystone Light, you might be doing redneck yoga. If you switch to hot yoga on account of your AC being busted in your double wide, you might be doing redneck yoga. If you get into downward dog and your best friend shoots you because he thought you were a giant possum, you might be doing redneck yoga. This has been Vinyasa 101 with Jeff Foxworthy. I was going to leave after class, but nah, I'm going to stay. Just about two weeks after Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck returned to L.A. from a trip to Montana, the rekindled exes have reunited in Miami. You know, this, this really does have to be kind of embarrassing for old A-Rod. You know, he struck out harder than the Miami Marlins. And I also heard from Meredith Margaret up in Mountain View, Arkansas. She uh, took a little pause from uh, taking her smoke break to uh, chime in on this latest romance story. It looks like J-Lo is back with that Ben Affleck. Uh, I never did understand the big whoop about him. I've seen hotter waiters at the Cracker Barrel. And I liked her with that A-Rod. Mmm. He reminded me of a big old dumb sexy St. Bernard. <laughs> I can't hate on J-Lo getting with Ben again, though. Uh, after all, I'm the one that married divorced, and remarried Skeeter. 
And I knew I shouldn't have remarried him, but it was when Duck Dynasty first started and I didn't have cable. And for all of you holier-than-thou types thinking, she married someone for cable? Yes, I did. And I'll do it again faster than you can say 90 a day fiance. Okay, y'all. I gotta go. Uh, the carnival's in town, so we all know what that means. Uh, corn dogs for breakfast. You know, the plot of this love story is just truly extensive and complex. So it's like, what, the opposite of their movie, Jiggly? This genius, I'm simply a human. It's like a caveman thing or something. And now this week's Genius Award. And this week's Genius Award is starting off going to this 24-year-old man who got himself arrested after trying to speed away from law enforcement on US-1. Ignacio Luis La Madre de Gomez is accused of speeding away from a Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission officer during a traffic stop in Isla Morada, Upper Keys. Sergeant Robert Dosh saw Gomez going about 100 miles an hour in a 45 zone. He tries to pull Gomez over and watched as he drove right into the oncoming traffic. Gomez drove into the Coral Bay Resort and tried hiding from deputies. He was eventually found and arrested, but during his arrest, Gomez told deputies he was trying to go back to Cuba. Deputies found two passports and 430 bucks in his car. Of course, it kind of shows you how badly things are going in the U.S. right now. People will slowly drift in and on a raft, but then they'll spend a little time here and drive 100 miles an hour to get out. C kind of amazing that somebody would rather be in Cuba than America, but give it a little more time and soon people would be rather in North Korea. And then there's the Kentucky man who drove more than double the 70-mile-an-hour speed limit, leading police on a lengthy pursuit. Now he's got himself arrested when he ran out of gas. <laughs> the incident occurred when the Nelson County Dispatch in Kentucky got a call from the Kentucky State Police Dispatch asking for help to catch this guy driving a bright yellow 2015 Ford Mustang. The reason? The vehicle was clocked at about 143 miles an hour in a 70 zone, driving east on the Bluegrass Parkway. Authorities say the suspect was 47-year-old Stephen Alford from Round Hill, Kentucky, subsequently led those police cars on a long police chase. The driver pulled over at the 30-mile markers after a lengthy pursuit due to running out of gas. That's what the Nelson County Sheriff's Office said in a statement that was posted on social media. Police also said that once he stopped, Alfred then refused to get out of the vehicle and that he had to be assisted by both the Nelson County Sheriff's Department and the Kentucky State Police. Alfred was then transported to the Nelson County Jail, charged with speeding 26 miles per hour or more over the limit, fleeing or evading police, first-degree motor vehicle, reckless driving, four counts of wanton endangerment, first-degree police officer driving too fast for conditions, and operating on a suspended or revoked license. Jeez, kind of hard to imagine. Some, somebody driving more than double the 70-mile-an-hour speed limit. That is, unless, of course, he had a few doubles at the bar. Of course, the guy probably learned a valuable lesson that day, too. Never try to outrun the cops if you can't afford those soaring gas prices. And what about this? A Pinellas County man is facing a felony charge after he accidentally shot himself in the leg 
while he was picking up a 24-pack of soda pop at the Missouri Avenue Walmart in Largo. 30-year-old Kyle Griffith had a gun in his waistband without a holster when he bends over to pick up the case of soda pop. And when he bent over, the firearm suddenly discharged. Griffith suffered an injury to his upper right thigh. Now, several witnesses, including an officer with the Largo Police Department, saw Griffith take out the gun from his pants after he was shot and slide it across the aisle to his brother. Griffith uh, couldn't provide police officers with a concealed carry permit either, and authorities later confirmed he did not have one, despite claiming to have gotten one from Virginia. Griffith was then arrested and charged with felony carrying a concealed firearm. Now, according to the affidavit and jail records out of Pinellas County, Griffith was previously arrested and charged with carrying a concealed firearm as well. The arrest affidavit shows police seizing the weapon, which was described as a pistol. Hmm. So let's say, was the case of soda bang by, by chance? Yeah, picking up a case of bang soda? Well, lucky for him, the incident happened in Walmart, where he, you know, could grab a bag of jumbo cotton balls, cow udder salve, and a case of natty light. Voila! You know, problem solved. Ain't nobody got no time for no ambulance. What about this? A Washington state man thought his Tesla's autopilot mode would automatically avoid a parked vehicle in his path. Well, he was incorrect. The man's Tesla Model S crashed into a police SUV that was parked on the shoulder with its emergency lights on. A deputy responding to another collision had gotten out of the vehicle just 30 seconds earlier to speak with firefighters. The, uh, the, the Snohomish County Sheriff's Office says nobody was injured in the crash, but police, the police vehicle sustained significant damage, and the Tesla driver was then ticketed for causing the vehicle to be unlawfully operated. It's a great reminder that vehicles may have autopilot to assist, but it cannot be relied upon to get you safely from one destination to the next, the sheriff's office said in their Facebook post. Police say that people whose vehicles are in autopilot mode are, quote, still required to be paying attention to the road and ready for hazards. Now, Tesla says drivers should keep their hands on the wheel at all times after the mode is enabled. Jason Levine, who is the executive director of the Center for Auto Safety, says that people are misusing the technology, but the company should take some time or should take some of the blame. When Tesla calls it when Tesla calls it an autopilot, when Tesla calls it full self-serve driving, I guess it, it convinces people that something that it isn't, you know. Maybe the driver was on autopilot because he was checking his Dogecoin, Dogecoin activity, I guess. You know, Doge to the moon or crash at noon. I don't know. Either way, Elon Musk is always to blame. Plummeting crypto, autopilot crashes, burnt cookies in the oven, stubbing your toe in the chair. It's Elon's fault. Yeah. It's called autopilot, right? Not auto police. Two very different jobs. And well, I guess that's where that guy went wrong. And then you got to check this one out. A man who allegedly pursued a female hiker through the Sam Houston National Forest and in the nude, of course, claims that he was only naked because he had to defecate. Really? The man is identified as 53-year-old Scott Alexander Stevens. He's been charged with disorderly conduct. And if convicted, well, he could potentially be on the hook for a significant amount of money. 
The victim called the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office to report that a naked man was chasing her on Lone Star Hiking Trails trailhead number three in Sam Houston. So when the deputies arrived to take the woman's statement, she told a patrol sergeant that she had seen the man emerge from a nearby stand of trees and to begin walking in her direction. So she took off running, thinking the man was chasing her, though she admitted to the sergeant that she didn't really look back to confirm her suspicions. When detained and questioned, well, the man admitted that he did strip naked at one point to obey the call of nature. However, he said that he had not seen anyone else in the forest. Stevens was arrested in Montgomery County over the weekend and booked into the Montgomery County Jail. Wow, there are really people out there who have to fully undress in order to poop. I mean, usually they're called toddlers, but who am I to judge? I wonder if this guy showed him the poo for proof, you know? I guess it would make his story a bit more solid. And you'll never believe the main man who claimed he was being attacked by zombies and droids while firing a gun into the air in a grocery store parking lot. Now he's going to prison. 27-year-old Gordon Fault admitted he fired the shots in Lee, Maine, prompting a standoff. Prosecutors said Fault stole the weapons he was caught with from his father's gun safe in Maine. He was pacing back and forth and appeared to be very agitated and was carrying a handgun in his right hand, said Prosecutor Emily Garrod. The social worker then attempted to try to calm Fault down, and as he explained why he was acting that way, says he stated that zombies and droids from above were attacking him, and they wanted her to come to, uh, wanted her to, to come to come with him. He needed her to take him with him. Well, Fault surrendered after two hours. Police recovered several rifles and shotguns, handguns, ammo, which turned out all to be stolen. Prosecutors said Fault had admitted to being addicted to meth and heroin, of course. And if he's accepted into drug court, he could get a year off his minimum sentence, so he could be released in two years. Initially, though, everyone's th first thought is that this guy's got to be crazy. <clears throat> but I don't know, I don't know, after the past 14 months, would anybody really be surprised by a zombie attack? I mean, really? I mean, it turns out that he was on meth and heroin. Of course, that's also known as the Florida Speedball. Okay, one more, and this one's a good one. This guy definitely is living up to his name. He's a 38-year-old theft suspect in Idaho Falls. He fell through the ceiling tiles of a local restaurant while running from the law. The Idaho Falls Police Department was looking for Jesse James Moore. Remember, he's living up to his name. He's a suspect in two theft cases from earlier in, this, in, the, in the day. The search was rather unique, allegedly involving children's bicycles, stolen deli ham, and the suspect locking himself in the women's bathroom in an attempt to get away and escape into the ceiling of a Subway restaurant. The search started out when a woman called the officers and said somebody stole her son's BMX bicycle at the skate park. A man, allegedly wearing a Tyrannosaurus Rex t-shirt, came up to her son and asked to buy the bike for 480 bucks. Well, no, the bike was actually worth 480 bucks. Well, the boy wasn't going to sell it. When he declined and turned around for a second, the unknown man got onto the bike and rode off. Then later that night, the Idaho Falls Police Department went to Winco Foods after a man reported that somebody had stolen his Harley-Davidson motorcycle after he went inside to buy groceries. And in place of the motorcycle, the man discovered the BMX bike that the police had been called about earlier that evening. 
Now, additional officers then arrived in the area and started searching for more. The motorcycle owner found the stolen Harley parked in front of the Planet Fitness across the street from Winco. The owner said the fuel cutoff switch was on and the bike probably didn't run for very long if the suspect didn't know this. So officers then spotted more walking toward the Subway restaurant in the same parking lot as the gym. So Moore went into the sandwich shop, locked himself in the woman's bathroom, and police heard all this rustling going on inside, but Moore wouldn't come out. The owner of the subway kicked open the door of the restroom, and officers rushed inside, and there they found pieces of the ceiling all around Moore, who was lying on the ground, having fallen from the ceiling. Moore refused to come out of the closed stall, so police had to pull him out by his feet. Moore was wearing that same dinosaur t-shirt as reported earlier. And by the way, inside the ceiling, officers found Moore's shoes, a knife, a large wad of ham wrapped up in butcher paper. The subway employees reported that the man had been in the store earlier in the day several times and had actually, well, gone behind the counter, filled out an application for a job, and then attempted to help himself with the service. When Moore left the store, they noticed the stack of ham meat missing. Officers arrested Moore and took him into the Bonneville County Jail. He's now charged with felony grand theft of the motorcycle and a misdemeanor petty theft for the bicycle. And he was also charged with misdemeanor malicious injuries to the property for the damage done to the restaurant. And, well, they charged him for that wad of ham, too, for petty theft. I, I don't understand hiding ham in the ladies' bathroom, you know, when there's already plenty of fish in there. Mm. I mean, the fact that even after being tracked down, falling through a ceiling and being surrounded by cops, he still refused to come out of the stall. Makes me admire this, the dedication, the dedication to ham. You know, you just can't ruin ham. I wish I cared about anything as much as he loved cured meat. You know, definitely a truly modern day love story. Anyway, as I said, you know, the stupidity never stops and you can join in with discussions on Telegram. You can get those real-time updates. I can't wait to post the link to this story. And, of course, we'll get some of the other stupid stories posted there as well. And comment on what you've heard or read about as well and share some of the stupidity with your friends. So you can join us on Telegram at t.me slash Lane. Get in on the discussion, or you can download the app as well. And if you've ever thought you've done something as stupid as some of these folks, I'm sure none of you have, just listening has already improved your attitude. So share this with somebody who might be feeling the same way. And stick around. We've got our next episode, the weekend episode, which features my insane Florida nephew, Pancho Guero, that'll be dropping on Saturday. More stupid stories from Florida and beyond. And of course, we take a round of those insane, stupid game show questions. Stupidity is addicting. So click that subscribe button on your uh, podcast player to get your stupid fix and have episodes delivered every time they're published. Give it a five-star rating, as I said, and give us a good review if you don't mind. If, if, if you listen, I mean, lie a little bit. I don't care. Doing that will just bring more folks in that will check out this stupid podcast. So let me conclude on this one passing thought. Do you ever wonder if the person who invented urinals was really uh, just a really tall dude who walked by a sink and thought, why not? I know you're probably amazed at the amount of stupidity that's in this world, but you know, somebody has to actually go out and find them and write about them. So 
there's no way this podcast could be as stupid as it is without the talented writers from some great places like Mr. Laughs Comedy and Large Media, Premier Prep, Wise Brother Media, Universal Comedy Network, and Pulsar Radio, United Stations Radio Network. Thanks for sticking it out through my stupid world. And if you're feeling a bit crazy, I hope you'll follow me on Facebook or Twitter at Insane Eric Lane. And visit InsaneEricLane.com. And if you're feeling a bit insane and want to make your own podcast, you can do it with Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast ever. The only platform where you can publish to major podcast outlets like Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music with a single tap of a button on your phone. Whether you're capturing your own voice, taking call-ins from listeners, conducting remote interviews with anyone, or broadcasting full-length songs from Apple Music or Spotify. Available today for iOS and Android, and it's 100% free, entirely mobile, and so easy to use that literally anyone can make a podcast, even me. Find out more at anchor.fm.